They have bad taste or smells, but there's even more to be concerned about. City water contains harmful chlorine and chemicals, which enter our bodies while showering, cooking, and washing food. Bottled water or sink filters don't protect you. QuadMax, HydroCare's revolutionary whole house system, provides healthy, clean, great-tasting water from every faucet with virtually no pressure loss. It's the only one of its kind with four times the purification capacity in one compact unit, and it's only $495. The water quality far exceeds that of a system selling for twice the price. So take charge of your family's health. HydroCare, the smart technology for all your water problems. Try now, pay later. Go to bestfiltertoday.com. That's bestfiltertoday.com. Or call now, 1-866-984-6024. That's 1-866-984-6024. conservative in the cradle of liberty you'll want to listen when chuck moore speaks on the information radio network and good afternoon it is i chuck morse monday through friday 10 till noon eastern standard time here at the irn usa radio network and you're welcome to join the program 844-439-1391, 844-439-1391. And we're joined by my good friend, Dr. Samuel L. Blumenfeld, the author of NEA, Trojan Horse, and American Education, The Whole Language, OBE Fraud, Alpha Phonics, which teaches phonics. And uh, he's also a columnist with uh, New American Magazine and WorldNet Daily. Sam, thanks for joining me this afternoon. Are you there, Sam? Okay, I think Sam will be joining us shortly. I'm on. I'm new, here. Uh, hi, Sam. How are you? Fine, fine. Sam, are you following this controversy uh, over at uh, Brandeis? Not very much. I mean, I, I've I've read about it, and I've and it's been uh, talked about on Fox News, certainly. Uh, it's it's really a, a, a shame that that um, Brandeis University surrendered to the um, to that uh, Islamic lobby. Um, I mean that the woman who was speaking, the woman who was speaking out against the um, uh, Islamic crimes against women, she's a very brave and courageous woman to do that. I mean, and she has yes, been she threatened, uh, you know, with death and, and uh, all kinds of horrible things. And so for Brandeis to uh, join with the Islamics in uh, banning her from speaking is, to my mind, it's, it's the worst thing that Brandeis could have done. And, of course, uh, what it means is that, uh, uh, that Brandeis has no... No moral foundation of any kind if it if it agreed to that kind of a uh, treatment of that woman. I hope you well. I mean, with if me. it ever did, and Phyllis Chesler, who's a who's a pretty good writer, a, a a feminist herself, 
who has been excommunicated from the feminist clique. She just wrote a very controversial column where she documents how Brandeis, going all the way back to its founding, has caved into the uh, you know, political correctness movement, well, uh, yeah. they're part of it, the appeasement movement, and that, uh, yes, they caved into pressure brought to bear by CARE, which has been named a co-conspirator by the FBI right. uh, in, ter- in, uh, in a, um, a, a conspiracy involving the Muslim Brotherhood, and which has been referred to as a Hamas front by Senators Charles Schumer and Barbara Boxer. Um, they certainly are politically her, correct. <laughs> that's right. And even they say that um, CARE is a uh, Hamas front. Right. right. And uh, the the college said no to her because they said that she had written something that ran against their values. And they specifically mentioned that she had uh, delivered a speech apparently in, in, in England where she identified the nature of the jihad. She had spoken of jihad as being a world war against the West, and that uh, which it is. we needed to understand. Well, of course, and the fact that she identified this apparently runs against the values of uh, of Brandeis. Now, the well, the other the irony here, Brandeis of course, values Brandeis doesn't have any values. That's the story. Absolutely, Sam. And the other, of course, the other interesting element to it is. Here we have a woman who is standing up for women in uh, in what is the real war against women. This isn't some imaginary war that was cooked up by an ad agency to rile people up against Republicans, a slogan, a war against women, which was used to bludgeon people who didn't goose step to the left. Right. This is a real war against women. This is a war where women are murdered for see- being seen in public, you know, in, in honor killings where they're forced into marriages while they're still teenagers, where they're beaten regularly because they have no rights against their husband, where they're raped, where they're, you know, they're abused. I mean, you want to talk about a war against women. This is what uh, exactly what uh, Hersey Ali went through herself growing up yeah, in, in Somalia. She had been forced and, into uh, a marriage. She'd been beaten. Child you know, mutilation of her genitals. I mean, right, we're talking right. about here, you know, uh, basically a slow-motion holocaust. Well, and not only that, to have... but, um, as, as you know, uh, Chuck, uh, in, in many of the Islamic countries, women walk around in these tents completely covered right. with only a slit for their eyes. I mean, it's in fact, that is enslavement of the worst kind. There's one, there's one in my own hometown of Brighton walking around like that. Really? Why doesn't she go oh, back? Oh yeah, it's the, awful. Why doesn't she, Why doesn't she go back to the country that loves that sort of thing? You know, I saw oh, I saw it's, it's, a woman dressed that way at at the mall at the Burlington Mall some years ago. Right. And um, I was just shocked. I was shocked that yes. that um, a man could have his wife dressed up in that tent and walk around as if she was a slave. All that was missing was the chain, you know. But, I mean, yeah. that sort of thing is just, um, uh, it, it, it goes against everything in the, um, in the Jewish Bible, in the Christian Bible, you know. And that's what that, that war, 
the Islamic war, the, the Islamic war is also against a Judeo-Christian uh, belief system, and uh, it, it's so really? contrary. And, you know. You know, Sam. The other irony, of course, is here we have Ms. Hersey Ali um, defending women in, in, as I said, a real war against women. And you've got radical feminists who uh, are very dominant at that college who not only have worked to deny her entry, but they've also excommunicated Phyllis Chesler for writing this article critical of Brandeis. Phyllis Chesler herself a feminist. So you have an atmosphere where I think you could describe it as a a left-wing Gestapo running that school. You know, they, they have a, it's like a national police. They, they purge anyone who doesn't goose step to their point of view. It is a black eye on Brandeis. Tomorrow, I'm having a young man on who has uh, been making some national attention, um, that being Daniel Mayle. He's a student there. He also lives here in Boston, who, uh, who has called up his college, his own college, uh, on this topic. And, uh, you know, it's part of a uh, kind of a revolt by conservatives on college campuses led by Ben Shapiro, who has a website called revolt.com. And, uh, you know, this is uh, something that uh, the hypocrisy really stinks. And, you know, I, I, I only bring her name up because she's once again out there flapping her arms in the air and getting media attention. And that is Anita Hill. Oh, yeah. Anita, Anita Hill, Hill is... is. Resurfaced. She, she's a professor at Brandeis. She's out there promoting her movie, Anita, classic leftist you know, propaganda with a gigantic picture of her face plastered on big billboards, and uh, claiming that she's a champion against sexual harassment. You know, I mean, even if she were telling the truth in those hearings, or, you know, which are, who knows, it was a his word against hers, and I tend to think he has a lot more credibility. But uh, even if what she said was true, all Clarence Thomas did was make a couple of inappropriate jokes. Never touched her, never didn't not promote her. In fact, he did promote her, and they were friends right up till the day he left. Right. All of a sudden, during congressional hearings for his Supreme Court nomination, she shows up like a bad penny with this story. Now she's making a movie and traveling around the country charging $10,000 a shot to make public appearances. And she was asked at Brandeis about uh, the Hersey Alley controversy, not a word, death silence from her. Well, not you a know, word from I mean, from here her, she is. And not a word from Elizabeth Warren. Incidentally, did you see Sunday oh, morning uh, program this last Sunday? There was an interview. They did an interview of Elizabeth Warren, and they asked her if she wanted to be president. I mean, can you imagine... <sighs> Out of all of the people in Congress and in the Senate and in the uh, in the House of Representatives, that they would pick Elizabeth Warren and ask her if she wanted to be president. Of course, she said no. Corrupt corporate. But I mean, hack. this is so such an obvious move on the part of the liberals to have somebody in waiting in case Hillary decided not to wait, not to run. They want to have somebody, so they've chosen Elizabeth Warren, who is suppo- who is supposed to be 
um, the new commander-in-chief of American forces. Can you imagine Elizabeth Warren being commander-in-chief of, of, of our entire well, military system? I mean, it's so preposterous. Corrupt, yeah, a corrupt corporate hack. Yes. You know, somebody who's going around talking about um, corporate abuses while she's there getting, you know, made a fortune from, from uh, big checks from big corporations so she could screw working people. That's right. And, that's uh, right. you know, lying about uh, affirmative action, abusing a system that I thought the left loved, which is, uh, you know, quotas in order to get tenure at Harvard. Oh, yeah. Um, Claimed to be know, a, a, a complete absurd hypocrite. And right. a, a sack of garbage. I'm sorry to be blunt, <laughs> but this is this is a and, person and who is so reprehensible. The American public to accept her as a possible uh, contender for presidency uh, if Hillary doesn't run. Oh my! And then Isn't there's Hillary awful? herself, who is a, a disciple of uh, you know the Chicago communist. What's his name? Uh, oh, um, Alinsky. Alinsky, right. So uh, these are oh, the people my. that the, yeah, that the left brings to us for um, consideration, and of course, when if if Hillary does run, I don't know who will dare to point out that she wrote this glowing, you know, paper about Alinsky and that she was actually offered a job by Alinsky. She was offered a, a, a well, you know, I don't know, Sam. It didn't seem to hurt Obama. Yeah, it didn't seem to hurt Obama that he had been a community organizer for, for for Acorn. That was his career. Um, you know, it's but, interesting. Uh, I don't uh, know. I mean, yeah, uh, Chuck, yeah. it's interesting that no one and anymore uses the the term socialist when talking of of Obama's policies. You never hear that anymore. Sure. It's as if he's a mainline kind of politician. You know. That uh, they've brushed everything aside. I mean, even Bill Ayers. Bill Ayers. Not only did he um, announce his candidacy uh, to run for office at Bill Ayers' apartment or home, but Bill Ayers also helped him write his book on his father. You know, the dreams of my father. Bill Ayers was brought in because uh, Obama did not have the ability. To finish the book, which he had given a, he had been given an, an advance by Simon and Schuster, in the hundreds of thousands of dollars, and Bill Ayers had to write, practically write the book for him, uh, because he couldn't write right. it for himself. And, and All right, yes, Sam, we'll be right back. Sits in the White House today. Breathe it in, kid. Clean, fresh air thanks to these new air handler filters. They're more energy efficient, hold more dust, and are stronger than ever. And Granger's got over 3,000 different styles and sizes to choose from. Just ordered a new batch from Granger.com today. I love oxygen, kid. And this facility's got some great AO2. I'm breathing easier just thinking about these air handler filters. Get some today. Get it? Got it? Good. Call, click Granger.com slash air handler or stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. I will never forget the day my son Jeremy told me he hated me and slammed the door in my face. I'm behavioral therapist Janet Lehman. Behavior problems can turn the child you love and your life into a nightmare. 
That's why my husband James and I created the Total Transformation, the step-by-step program that shows you how to fix the worst behavior problems and get your child to respect and listen to you again. No matter what the behavior, defiance, backtalk, angry outbursts, disrespect, we can help you stop it. Now you can get the Total Transformation for free. All you need to do is get the program and let us know how it works for you. You can keep it forever for free. Limited number of free programs available. Call now. 1-800-220-0926. 1-800-220-0926. That's 1-800-220-0926. 1-800-220-0926. Policies issued by American General Life Insurance Company, Houston, Texas. Not available in all states. For details, visit AIGdirect.com. On March 3rd last year, Henry W. faced his own death with incredible courage. He wasn't in an accident. He wasn't ill. He wasn't in any danger. But he faced this reality head on. If he died, his wife and children wouldn't be able to pay the mortgage, make the car payments, or keep up the life they'd had. His family would lose everything. So he picked up the phone and called AIG Direct. He found out that through AIG Direct, he could get a quarter million dollar life insurance policy for less than $14 a month. Now, he knows that he's helped make his family's future secure. No matter what happens to him. Protecting your family with coverage through AIG Direct is fast, easy, and incredibly affordable. Call AIG Direct right now for a free no-obligation quote. The call takes less than five minutes, and you can save up to 70%. Call now, 1-800-320-8583. That's 1-800-320-8583. 1-800-320-8583. Whether it's a serious fall, fire danger, or other type of home emergency... Life Alert is there for you. The company with its slogan, Help, I've Fallen and I Can't Get Up, protects its members. Here are some of them. When you have a heart attack like I did and there's no one there, Life Alert was there for me. Having a secure feeling through Life Alert is ideal. My independence is possible because of it. Now, Life Alert can also protect you in a fire emergency with a system that automatically notifies our monitoring center. Thanks to Life Alert, you can live alone without ever being alone. With Life Alert protection, elderly people can avoid or delay going to a nursing facility. For a free brochure about Life Alert service, call now, 1-800-304-3912. That's 1-800-304-3912. Call Life Alert now for your free brochure, 1-800-304-3912. Hi, I'm Joan London, and if you're worried about your parent or a loved one living alone like I was, and you want reliable senior care information, then call A Place for Mom, the nation's largest senior living referral service. With one phone call, you'll get free information on assisted living, Alzheimer's care, nursing homes, even important financial information. It's a free service, so call now. 800-379-2206. 800-379-2206. Chuck Morse speaks. And we're back. Sam Blumenfeld is my guest. Love to join the program. 844-439-1391. 844-439-1391. Sam, I also understand that Bill Ayers, who basically ghostwrote Obama's book, is also a major player in the Common Core curriculum, from what I understand. Well, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, you know, it's uh, it's all for control of the uh, uh, education system of the New World government because uh, 
you know, uh, um, Bill Gates signed a, an agreement with UNESCO. Uh, and so this is all tied in with UNESCO and the United Nations and uh, a world government uh, curriculum. Uh, so it's bad news all around. So it doesn't surprise me that Bill Ayers is part of this. Uh, you know, what else right. would he be doing these days? Incidentally, was anyone killed when Bill Ayers' bombs went off? Was there was there any deaths involved? I think I think there were. I think there were, and I think he did some time. Oh, that's right. He uh, was in jail for a while, wasn't he? Yeah, I don't I don't know the exact history of it, but um, very unrepentant. Oh yeah, I know he is Actually, unrepentant. Oh yeah, he went out with an interview that was published ironically on September the 11th of uh, of 2001 in the New York Times, where he talked about how he would have done it again, and it was a great and glorious cause, and you know he's still a revolutionary and all that. Well, that's so, well. It's just if he's unrepentant, then why is uh, Obama so friendly with him? But just that's because Obama and he share the same values, and Obama has been very you clever you... in the way he's covered up his his uh, 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 his agreement with uh, with heirs. It's obviously that he agrees with heirs. You know, sure. if he had heirs, and I think that's kind of yeah, common knowledge. But yet he won, and he can won a second term also. Uh, which makes me wonder if uh, is the nation dumbed down? I mean, you say Hillary is also part of Alinsky. She is. Uh, does anybody care? I mean, nobody. I mean, Obama. Obama's history is at least as bad. Nobody cared. Well, you're right. That that's the problem. And I care. Well, and, and I care a great deal, you know. And 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 you see, can see through Obama's lies. I mean, it's so obvious now that. That Obama is a um, how would you say a, a congenital liar. liar, and that every time he opens his mouth, he lies. I mean, you know, he's fabricating all kinds of things, and but his his biggest lie, that is, you can keep your plan if you want to, and and you can keep your doctor if you want to. I mean, those those lies have resonated throughout the country to such an extent that now the average individual in America believes that he's a liar, you see. So we made progress, <laughs> in a sense. But he's not running again. And, of course, we're gonna, we'll have to see what happens in November with the congressional elections. Those are the, are the most important. But... Um, uh, it, it, I guess the well, I consider him a fraud. Of course, that Obama is a fraud. He should have never been president. He should have never been chosen by the Democratic Party. But then the Democrat Party now is really the Socialist Party of America. It, it, it no longer even resembles and resembles in any way the old Democrat Party that. Um, that existed in this country for, you know, for many years. And, of course, everything has been brushed under the rug concerning the Democrat Party, the fact that they were favored slavery, and the blacks still vote for the Democratic Party, even though the blacks not only favored slavery, 
but the prominent blacks were in the Ku Klux Klan, you know. And um, I, I don't know why that, that information hasn't uh, made a dent in the uh, in the black uh, um, in, in the black intelligence. I mean, but um, it it just shows you to the extent to which lies and deceit can prosper in America, uh, particularly when you have a, a school system that is totally dumbing down every single citizen, so that they can't tell the difference between socialism and communism uh, and and capitalism they can't tell good from evil i mean we have an evil man in the white house and there are millions of americans who think he's wonderful you know that's very disturbing it is sam all right we're going to take a brief break we'll be back sam blumenthal's my guest 844-439-1391 Twenty thousand dollars to the IRS. I don't have the money, and now my wages are being garnished. You need tax representation. I'm really worried. The IRS just sent me a letter, and they want to audit my business. You need tax representation. But who can I trust? Tax Representation Incorporated. It's a fact that if you owe taxes, the IRS has the power to take everything you own, including your home, your business, and even your freedom. If you receive a letter from the IRS, don't ignore it. Call Tax Representation Incorporated, and we'll be on the phone with the IRS to stop the threats within the same day guaranteed don't ignore it if you're being audited or have years of unfiled tax returns a federal tax lien or worse yet been issued a wage garnishment or bank levy let the expert staff of tax attorneys and enrolled agents protect you from the irs and get you the best tax representation and settlement guaranteed we'll be on the phone with the irs to stop the threats same day guaranteed go to taxrepresentation.com call 800-574-3001 800-574-3001 800-574-3001 friend this is pat Boone with a pretty good idea on how you can earn extra money in your spare time and while you're doing it, help provide food for starving children. You heard me. Now you can earn money for your family and provide meals for hungry children all at the same time. Why don't you check out usagoodness.com. Get more information on starting a new home business. You'll feel great earning extra money to help the family budget, but you'll feel even better knowing that your work is actually saving lives. Go to usagoodness.com or call toll-free 800-301-6177. Again, 800-301-6177. You can earn some extra money for your family while helping other families in dire need of food and provision. 800-301-6177 or usagoodness.com and you can tell them Pat Boone gave you the number. You'll want to listen when Chuck Moore speaks on the Information Radio Network. And we're back. My good friend Sam Blumenfeld is here talking about the issues of the day. Sam, how is your new book coming along? I know you're getting near publication. It's coming along very nicely. <clears throat> of course, uh, you know, the whole uh, process of publishing a book is, is sort of rather laborious, but uh, we're getting there. Incidentally, I've just been reading a wonderful book 
by David Galerter. Are you familiar with David Galerter? I've heard I've heard of him. I've heard of him. Yeah. Well, he he was he he teaches at Yale uh, in technology, and uh, he was one of the persons to whom the the bomber sent a a uh, parcel, and uh, I think it it hurt his hand. But uh, he wrote a book in, in in 2007, published in 2007, entitled "Americanism: The Fourth Great Western Religion," and it's a fascinating book because he highlights the importance of the Judeo-Christian religion in 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 America's political philosophy. And let me just read something from the book jacket. It says. Lerner argues that what we have come to call Americanism is in fact a secular version of Zionism, not the Zionism of the ancient Hebrews, but that of the Puritan founders who saw themselves as the new children of Israel, creating a new Jerusalem in a new world. Their faith-based ideals of liberty, equality, and democratic governance had a greater influence on the nation's founders than the Enlightenment. It's a wonderful thesis, and I'm enjoying yeah. reading it because uh, he shows to the, uh, you know, the secularists uh, uh, try to uh, tell us that, well, uh, that our government was founded by deists, which is not true. Mm. You know, the only deists that, w- that we know of was Franklin and Jefferson. The rest were rather... Orthodox religious individuals, and that the early Americans compared themselves to the Jews, the Hebrews, uh, and and their struggle against Pharaoh, and that's what and and uh, King George III was often referred to as Pharaoh, you know, and it's a fascinating right. book, the, uh, uh... and of course he refers to Lincoln as being the ultimate expressor of these ideas with his Gettysburg Address and his second inaugural address, in which he says the American religion, Americanism, was finally defined by Lincoln, you know. And so it's it's quite Um, a good book, and I think you would enjoy reading it. Thank you, Sam. I'm going to look into it. Um, You know, just... uh, now that we're talking books, I just uh, finished reading. I don't know. Do you know who Fred Siegel is? Uh, Fred. Uh, revolt against the. Spiegel? Fred Siegel. He's a culture critic. Yeah. Yeah. He. Um, he's. Wh- 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 where is Fred? He's. Um, he's an author of, of Prince of the City. He wrote a book about Giuliani. He's a writer for the New York Times Book Review. He just came out with a new book called um, The Revolt Against the Masses. How liberalism has undermined the middle class. That yeah. is absolutely I couldn't put it down. It, it, it's it's fantastic. Oh, it's I'll almost like it fell it. out of the sky. What's the title? He's coming on with me Monday. It's called "The Revolt Against the Masses." Okay. How liberalism has undermined the middle class, and he talks about how the sort of the you know the left leaning liberal establishment. He goes all the way back to. Um, the early 20th century, even before Wilson, who was their ultimate, um, you know, stalking horse. He right. talks about Herbert Crowley and uh, Randolph Bourne and these other thinkers, and then he goes right through 
the Roosevelt years, and he talks about uh, William. Uh, he talks about uh, uh, Galbraith and and Schlesinger, and then he brings things right up to the present under Obama, and how these liberals, these utopians, have absolutely had contempt for working people and for the middle class. We'll be right back. Hello, my name is Marius Forte, and together with my good friend Sam Sorbo, I would like to introduce you to our new book called. The answer, proof of God in heaven. The answer is like a master key to all your spiritual questions about the existence of God, as well as to questions that humanity has asked throughout the ages. For example, is there a God? And if there is, is he good? And if he's good, how could it prevent suffering in this world, which sounds like a contradiction, but it is not. Where do we come from and where are we going and why are we going at all? Why this tremendous amount of energy surrounding us? Is there life after death? Is there actually a heaven and a hell? How can we be sure there's any proof? What are the two main ingredients of happiness, and how could we obtain these? Many more questions are addressed in our new book, The Answer, Proof of God in Heaven. As we simply know of gravity and not just believe in it, once you apply the naturalistic laws of this universe, your belief will turn into knowledge and you will know God. Our book has just been launched. Please visit our website, theanswer-book.com, for more information. Hello, my name is Marius Forte. And together with my good friend Sam Sorbo, I would like to introduce you to a new book called The Answer, Proof of God in Heaven. The answer is like a master key to all your spiritual questions about the existence of God, as well as to questions that humanity has asked throughout the ages. For example, is there a God? And if there is, is he good? And if he's good, how could it prevent suffering in this world, which sounds like a contradiction, but it is not? Where do we come from and where are we going and why are we going at all? Why this tremendous amount of energy surrounding us? Is there life after death? Is there actually a heaven and a hell? How can we be sure there's any proof? What are the two main ingredients of happiness, and how could we obtain these? Many more questions are addressed in our new book, The Answer, Proof of God in Heaven. As we simply know of gravity and not just believe in it, once you apply the naturalistic laws of this universe, your belief will turn into knowledge and you will know God. Our book has just been launched. Please visit our website, theanswer-book.com, for more information. Preparing for a home comes with a lot of to-dos. Fix the AC, build a deck, remodel the kitchen. Whatever your home improvement need, HomeAdvisor can help you find a pro you can trust to get the job done right. Go to rebuild.homeadvisor.com for instant access to top-rated pros in your area, including electricians, handymen, remodelers, whatever type of home pro you need. HomeAdvisor is absolutely free to use. At HomeAdvisor, you don't have to search through a long list of pros. With just a few clicks, HomeAdvisor matches you with pros who provide the exact services you need. You can read customer reviews of the pros, even use the cost guide to find out what hundreds of other home projects cost in your area. Because HomeAdvisor knows it's important to find a pro you can trust in your home, they conduct background checks on their service professionals. It's just one of the reasons more than 25 million homeowners have used HomeAdvisor. Go to rebuildhomeadvisor.com to find the right pro for your project. That's rebuild.homeadvisor.com. Author, journalist, and American patriot, this is Chuck Morse Speaks. Thank you very much. Sam Blumenfeld's my guest. And uh, Sam, we're talking about... Uh, getting back to an understanding of what it is that's uh, made American culture great. And uh, you, you've you mentioned uh, David Galanta's book. I'm going to look into that and the religious orientation of American, uh, our American philosophy, our, our theory of government. Uh, fascinating uh, 
premise, you know, the idea of Zionism without uh, necessarily, actually without, uh, you know, the Jewish version of it going right. back to the state of Israel. Uh, it's a fascinating premise, and it's absolutely true. I mean, it's a Calvinist idea that was expressed by uh, the founders of Massachusetts Bay Colony. That's this idea right. of uh, of a new world, of a new uh, society that would uh, that would exalt uh, the the uh, morals and the ethics of Sinai as its keystone and as its basic understanding, and that is the the, the basic. Uh, methodology and understanding of all of the American founders, including Jefferson and, uh, and, and Franklin, if you look at their work, whether or not they were, you know, Calvinist. And uh, it was an assumed uh, element in, in American life. I think that there's a great quote out there from John Adams, who was also, you know, kind of what we would call today a liberal, although certainly not. I think he was a standards. Unitarian. Right, he was. But, of course, Unitarianism back then was a lot different than what it is now. Oh, yeah. It was much more and, orthodox. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he says that uh, that the U.S. Constitution and the American system could not survive in, in, a, in a nation that was anything but religious. Exactly. Uh, that it was just the basis upon which the, the entire edifice would be able to function. Well, you know, so, it's interesting um, that Galarenta stresses the importance of the Bible in the English-speaking world. I mean, you know, with the King James Version of the Bible, of the Geneva Bible, of course, which preceded the uh, King James Version, and the reason why um, uh, James I ordered a, a new Bible, the King James Version, is because of the notes that were in the, the anti-monarchical notes that were in the Geneva Bible, you know, and uh, so he ordered this King James verse, but actually it's very close to the Geneva version. Uh, and uh, the Bible has had an incredible influence on the English thought. Hello, my name is Marius Forte, and together with my good friend Sam Sorbo, I would like to introduce you to a new book called The Answer, Proof of God in Heaven. The Answer is like a master key to all your spiritual questions about the existence of God, as well as to questions that humanity has asked throughout the ages. For example, is there a God? And if there is, is he good? And if he's good, how could it be meant suffering in this world, which sounds like a contradiction, but it is not? Where do we come from and where are we going and why are we going at all? Why this tremendous amount of energy surrounding us? Is there life after death? Is there actually a heaven and a hell? How can we be sure there's any proof? What are the two main ingredients of happiness, and how could we obtain these? Many more questions are addressed in our new book, The Answer, Proof of God in Heaven. As we simply know of gravity, not just believe in it, once you apply the naturalistic laws of this universe, your belief will turn into knowledge, and you will know God. Our book has just been launched. Please visit our website, theanswer-book.com, for more information. Chuck Morse speaks. Thank you very much. And uh, Sam Blumenfeld's here. We're talking about uh, what's happened with American culture, the underpinnings of American culture. Um, Sam, of course, the uh, Jefferson authored the uh, Declaration of Independence where he says that we are endowed by our creator with rights. And that means rights come from the creator and not from the state. That's right. Uh, which, of course, is the very basic governing theory that made us who we are. 
He also said that all men are created equal, which is an idea that's absolutely biblical. Um, in the book of Genesis, uh, God says that he created man and women, and he says women as well, in his image, which means that every single individual, every single human being, it, you know, who has a soul, who is created as an image, what's called in Latin, imago Dei, is, uh, is special. You know, the Talmud says that every life is almost like uh, a universe and that to take a life is to destroy a universe. And uh, this runs contrary, of course, to the secular left view, which is that we are created unequal and that uh, we're at different rungs on the evolutionary chain and that as such, they view government as a moral force to force absolute equality because that's the only way that it can can happen. Well, the biblical understanding is that we are equal, we're born equal, we die equal, we're all equal under God. You know, we all, you know, we may have, we have the ability or the or the opportunity in life uh, to uh, to achieve or to not achieve, and that, uh, you know, inherently life, of course, is not fair. That's just part of human the human experience. But we are all equals. You know, we're all basically, we all have a soul. Every life is sacred. Well, we're all and individuals. That's the governing principle. That's the that's basis right. of individualism, is that we all stand before God as individuals, not as groups. <clears throat> you see, the liberals like to look at you as part of a group. But uh, the Bible looks at each human being as an individual, and certainly Christianity and the whole process of salvation involves the individual with God, not the group. But um, the, the liberals divide everybody up into groups. That's what multiculturalism is about, you know. Uh, we all are um, parts of groups. But, but the American religion really started with John Winthrop when he wrote in 1630, and, you know, these were the pilgrims, he said, we shall be as a city upon a hill. The eyes of all people are upon us. That's an incredible statement, you know, about what these settlers were doing in the New World, that they were going to create a city upon a hill that the and the eyes of the world would be on them. That, that's you know, Sam, a, a I, vision I had the that he had. And of course, that's the, the original vision that um, that's right. made America the the most religious nation uh, on earth, and also the most democratic. Really? Because the Congregational Church, which was the first uh, Puritan church in New England, uh, was a totally democratic kind of society. Uh, the par parishioners, the members of the congregation, voted for the, um, chose their own the leader, chose their minister. There was no hierarchy, no church hierarchy, no archbishops, no, uh, uh, no you know, top people down. And uh, that became the model for American Protestantism. And of course, that's very close to the, the the synagogue. I mean, who appoints a rabbi to a synagogue? 
How is that done? The people. Are you familiar with the, the people of the yes? Yeah, I mean, it's the people that are members of that synagogue. They decide. They interview them and they decide who represents, uh, you know, their values. So yeah, that that is, that's you know, the Jewish religion very different does not than the have Catholic. a hierarchy of, um, yeah. of um, you know, top people running the religion, you know, like like the Vatican does, and that's uh, right. so it's and it's on that basis that the American uh, the American government was formed, you know, by choice of the governed, you know, in other words, it's the governed who decide who is going to govern them. And um, that's much closer to the uh, Jewish religion than to, uh, certainly to Catholicism, and even to um, uh, Presbyterianism or Episcopalianism, you know. So, um, but it's, it's closest to the congregational form, which was the original exactly. uh, Church of the Puritans. Uh, Alright Sam, we'll be right back. Inventory isn't about products, kid. It's about money. Products sitting on shelves is money sitting on shelves. I hate overstock. I hate understock. I hate wasting time. I hate wasting money. That's why I love Granger. Granger Keepstock Solutions help us manage our facilities inventory so we have exactly what we need when we need it. No more, no less. It's inventory management my way. Get it? Got it? Good. Visit Granger.com slash Keepstock for more information. Granger, for the ones who get it done. You know those commercials that have been on for years and years about Andy Willoughby's three-step plan home business system? You know, the hi, how in the world are you anyway guy? Took me almost 10 years to call. I finally did, just out of curiosity. I was really surprised. This is a business I can make a real income with. And the best part? I don't have to talk my family and friends into doing anything. It's that easy. Call 800-480-2102 or online at 3stepusa.com. Chuck Morse speaks. You know, Sam, you mentioned um, the uh, great uh, nostrums of uh, John Winthrop, the founder of the Bay Colony, and his famous comment that he saw the uh, the colony as a shining city on the hill. Um, those same words, and th that quote was borrowed when I attended the inauguration recently of our new mayor of Boston, um, that uh, in attendance uh, at Mayor Walsh's inaugural was Elizabeth Warren, and she, uh, her, her comments, she, uh, we wove in John Winthrop's speech. Can you imagine the nerve? Except her idea of the city on the hill is one where we all share together and we all get along with each other. In other words, a euphemism for the government-forced, you know, collectivism. Uh, so she used that statement, "City on a Hill." Oh yeah, she totally well, based her whole speech her on John Winthrop, book. isn't? Oh, she knows her yeah. history. Can you imagine that? She does, but but to me, it was like a complete reverse. It's a perversion of it. It's a, it's reverse. It's turning it on its head. Well, yeah, her vision is not well. The leftists will use anything uh, in their favor. 
I mean, if they can find something in the Bible that supports them, they'll, they'll use that, you know. Uh, they're, they're, they're total hypocrites. But but the very well, fact that she mentioned that shows the uh, the con- the uh, the continuity of these ideas in American life. That these ideas, even though the secularists have gotten the Bible out of the schools, I mean, which was a horrible thing to do, even though you know when I attended public schools, the Bible wasn't there. Wasn't we didn't study the Bible in school? Although at City College I studied the Bible as literature, but at least the children knew that they were under the protection of God because the principal recited the the twenty third Psalm at assembly. So there was this recognition of of God's protection uh, in in the school, and of course they've gotten rid of that. But I'm convinced now that the children should be taught the Bible in school because it's the most important book in American history. Serious fall, fire danger, or other type of home emergency, Life Alert is there for you. The company with its slogan, Help, I've Fallen and I Can't Get Up, protects its members. Here are some of them. When you have a heart attack like I did and there's no one there, Life Alert was there for me. Having a secure feeling through Life Alert is ideal. My independence is possible because of it. Now, Life Alert can also protect you in a fire emergency with a system that automatically notifies our monitoring center. Thanks to Life Alert, you can live alone without ever being alone. With Life Alert protection, elderly people can avoid or delay going to a nursing facility. For a free brochure about Life Alert service, call now, 1-800-304-3912. That's 1-800-304-3912. Call Life Alert now for your free brochure, 1-800-304-3912. And a load of other debt. Wouldn't it be great if it all just went away? Nine-year mortgage can change your life. We paid off all of our bills. All your debt, including your mortgage, in as little as nine years? We will have saved over $313,000 in interest payments. Even have more money left over each month? It lowered our monthly payments by a little over $500. Nine-year mortgage. <laughs> Where have they been all of our life? If you knew about something like that, you'd want to tell everybody. Whenever I have a friend or someone that needs the service, I give them the number. Hi, I'm Larry Ruff, president of Nine-Year Mortgage. This is unlike anything you've ever seen before, and it will absolutely not harm your credit. Call for your free CD and learn how you can eliminate all of your debt, including your mortgage, much sooner than you ever dreamed possible. The more debt you have, the more we can help. Call for your free CD now. 800-383-5310. This works. Call the number. Call now for your free CD. Afternoon. We're back here at the ION USA Radio Network. Chuck Morse, Monday through Friday, 10 till noon Eastern Standard Time. 
Welcome to join the program, 844-439-1391. 844-439-8391. We've got a debate here. We're joined by Ilya Shapiro. She's a senior fellow in constitutional studies at the Cato Institute, editor-in-chief of the Cato Supreme Court Review. Uh, we are also uh, joined by um, Lynn Wardell, who is... Uh, with the is Bruce C. Hafen, professor of law at Brigham Young University. Uh, the issue uh, before us here is, uh, did, uh, first of all, does the, uh, does the state have the, uh, the right to, uh, to pass a law that would force a business to engage in activity that uh, they decide they must engage in? And I think that uh, this is a reference to the, uh, the situation in, in, um, in Arizona, where the state is forcing businesses, and in this case specifically a baker, uh, to uh, provide services and to create items of, of a nature that uh, they're in business to create for a specific customer because that customer is demanding that those items be created. Uh, Ilya, what is the, how is this issue framed? Should small businesses be forced to provide services that uh, violate their their uh, what they want to do? Well, I don't think so. Uh, I mean, and this is not a question of, of marriage equality or state marriage laws. I support marriage equality, and I think uh, federal courts should strike down uh, state laws that don't extend uh, marriage licenses to uh, gay people. But this has nothing to do with that. This has to do with the freedom of association and uh, everybody's uh, uh, liberties, religious or otherwise, uh, to conduct their affairs uh, as they want, uh, and government can only get involved at the point where people are engaging in uh, in violence or fraud or, or some of these sorts of things. So uh, even though I support marriage equality, I support uh, Arizona's Religious Freedom Restoration Act, which is, of course, modeled on the federal one, which was passed unanimously by Congress uh, over 20 years ago. Well, you know, I, I think that you, you and I might disagree in that I think that there is... Uh, a, a, a an issue uh, a, as codified by the Civil Rights Act, where a business cannot deny a public business, a public venue that opens the door to the public, can't deny a person's right to shop there and purchase products based upon uh, their you know race, gender, sexual orientation, whatever. Um, if they're open to the public and if you maintain the standards of uh, behavior and, and comportment that's consistent, then you have a right to go there and shop. And uh, the issue in Arizona doesn't in any way claim otherwise. Um, a gay person has a right to go into the, the, pastry, the, the bakery and buy whatever they want. The issue has come up because allegedly the gay person, not that somebody was involved with but was gay, could have been an activist. We don't know who it was. It doesn't matter. The point is that a person came into this baker and they demanded that the baker create a cake with symbols on that cake that the baker did not want to put on the cake. I mean, I think that's like tell it, going into an well, art gallery and telling a... confusing some of the, the facts. And I mean, if you're talking about the baker, that's in Oregon. Then there's a, uh, a wedding photographer in New Mexico. Uh, but the, the issue is uh, similar to what you're describing, right? Should people be, should small businesses be forced to... Uh, work, uh, uh, same-sex commitment ceremonies, uh, weddings, uh, if that's uh, against their religion. And, you know, you're right to point out that the Civil Rights Act 
1964. We're celebrating the 50th anniversary now. Uh, does prohibit uh, uh, banning people from your establishment or not serving them on the basis of race or gender, not sexual orientation. Sexual orientation is not a protected class federally. It is in some states, about half the states in the country. Uh, but the, the debate specifically in Arizona, which is a, a smaller debate than the larger one that we're philosophically having about what rights should uh, small businesses have, the debate in Arizona and other states uh, is about uh, religious objections uh, uh, of various kinds that the people can raise, and then courts will adjudicate whether the government nevertheless has a compelling reason to overcome that. Now, I would think that as a matter of public policy, the people of Arizona, and I'm using the issue of the baker as a metaphor, but uh, they made a mistake to phrase this in terms of religious liberty because it should have nothing to do with religion. It should have to simply do with the conscience and the right of a business to conduct their affairs in any way they see fit. In other words, like let's say the uh, the person going into the baker wanted to have uh, th- that the baker happened to be Jewish and that the person in there wanted to have a wedding presided over by by Nazis, like a Nazi wedding, and that's not inconceivable. They wanted to have the cake created with a swastika or Hitler's mustache. I mean, let's say that it was uh, the baker's black, and then somebody comes in. They want to have a clan wedding, and they want to have a cake in the shape of a of a hood of a of a burning cross. You know, the baker has a right to say, "Look, you have a right to have any kind of cake you want, but I am not going to participate because I don't choose to, for whatever reason." I would think that simply as a matter of public policy, the reason why a lot of these laws are drawn. Uh, under religious liberty protections is because uh, the way that the constitutional jurisprudence has risen up and indeed because we have this federal uh, Religious Freedom Restoration Act. But I agree with you absolutely, uh, and, and especially in the case of expressive types of businesses. A uh, baker can certainly be one if you're making a unique wedding cake or a photographer or a singer. Um, you know, I filed a brief supporting the, uh, the, the right of the New Mexico photographer uh, who was uh, prosecuted mm-hmm. for not 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 uh, uh, working the, the the gay ceremony? But I think you're right. The broader issue certainly is that if you're running your business, you should uh, uh, and this should not fall afoul of the public accommodations law in the Civil Rights Act. It's not a restaurant or a uh, or a hotel or, or or what have you. And there's lots of options that that people can can go to. Um, that you should have the right to uh, uh, choose to do business or not do business for uh, any reason or no reason at all. So now that the uh, the governor of, of of Arizona has buckled under enormous pressure, and has uh, has not signed a bill that was presented to her by the state legislature to allow businesses to conduct their affairs as they see fit in terms of what they what it is they create, uh, businesses I suppose now can be forced to create all sorts of things, and I wonder is there a connection? Being a lawyer, you might know know this. Between and I think there might be between this and uh, the Affordable Care Act, which mandates that people buy insurance. In other words, even though Supreme Court Judge um, Roberts said it was a tax, putting that aside, everyone knows it's a mandate, and it was it was crafted and passed through Congress as a mandate. And what it says is that a person now has to do this particular transaction. Didn't that open the door to such laws as now a, a government can tell? a business, what they have to create and not create uh, based upon what people are demanding? Uh, sure. 
Yes. I mean, every time the government expands in some way, and obviously the health care reform was a, was a big government expansion and takeover of the, the health care industry, there are more mandates, whether the individual mandate tax thing that, that you just mentioned with, with Robert's uh, unfortunate uh, uh, rewriting of the law, or the employer mandate to provide insurance, or, or the contraceptive mandates. Uh, I mean, whenever you try to, when the government tries to have top-down control, there are going to be more and more uh, culture clashes, <coughs> values clashes that provoke these sorts of legal and, and political debates. Okay, and to broaden the, the discussion, let me welcome aboard Lynn Wardle. She's Bruce Halfen, professor of law at Brigham Young University. Uh, Lynn, uh, do states, right, do states uh, further have the right to ban gay marriage? Well, states uh, have regulated marriage uh, since the uh, Republic was created. That's one of the areas of regulation of human behavior that was not uh, allocated to the national government, but was reserved uh, to the states for their control and regulation. So uh, states can choose to legalize or to not allow same-sex marriage, and we see the the diversity in America today with 17 states have legalized same-sex marriage. Uh, the rest uh, have uh, declined to do so. But um, the disturbing part of that statistic to me is that uh, the significant number of those 17 states in which same-sex marriage has been legalized, not by legitimate, uh, accountable uh, legislative process where the people have input through the election of their elected representatives, but by judicial mandate, by rather broad and, I would say, extreme interpretations, misinterpretations of the Constitution as mandating, requiring, compelling states to legalize same-sex marriage. Uh, of all of, no, all of the kinds it, of human behaviors that ought to be uh, regulated by a body that's responsive to grassroots values and... and uh, and sentiments, marriage is at the top of the list. Domestic relations generally, family relationships, mm -hmm. those should be regulated. Now, is that true in all of the states? Pardon me? I mean, do all, in other words, do all the states that now have legalized same-sex marriage, are they all, was it all done by judicial fiat? Or was oh, any, no. any of these states actually? No, we had so, an election so a couple of years ago in which three states voted to, to legalize same-sex marriage. I believe Washington, okay. Maryland were two of them. And um, so, uh, and uh, that was popular vote. And you had uh, oh, eight or so other states in which the legislatures have done so. So, um, all right. So me, I think there's a growing support for this. Uh, I, it well, seems across the board, even though the original law in Massachusetts was passed by a, a judge who uh, just uh, you know sent it down as a uh, as a ruling, and then talked about this as being the equivalent of uh, ending uh, you know the the Dred Scott decision. But uh, there's a movement amongst activists to try to get rid of the Defense of Marriage Act, which was signed into law by 
President Bill Clinton and supported by both parties, uh, and forcing uh, a recognition of same-sex marriage in all 50 states. Uh, Ilya, what say you with regard to that in terms of uh, uh, constitutional and public policy? Well, Marriage is properly for the states to regulate, but there are a lot of things that are properly for the states to regulate, but nevertheless that might violate the Constitution if they violate individual rights. And so the issue here uh, is whether the definition or the limitation of marriage uh, as being heterosexual, one man, one woman, uh, whether that violates uh, either uh, the Due Process Clause of the 14th Amendment or the Equal Protection Clause or some other aspect uh, of the Constitution that protects individual rights. My position is that it violates equal protection, that there's no right to state marriage. After all, we're talking about state marriage, not what uh, you know churches can be forced to do or anything like that. Uh, if a state creates a, a law or a status or a, or a legal uh, relationship or, or what have you, uh, it has to extend it to everyone unless it has uh, a compelling reason uh, not to. And I think the uh, history of the Equal Protection Clause and the importance of marriage to uh, freed slaves when the 14th Amendment was ratified, um, uh, uh, militate for breaking down state laws. Okay, we've got to take a brief break, gentlemen. We'll be right back. Same-sex couples. You have a mortgage and a load of other debt. Wouldn't it be great if it all just went away? Nine-year mortgage can change your life. We paid off all of our bills. All your debt, including your mortgage, in as little as nine years. We will have saved over $313,000 in interest payments. Even have more money left over each month? It lowered our monthly payments by a little over $500. Nine-year mortgage. <laughs> Where have they been all of our life? If you knew about something like that, you'd want to tell everybody. Whenever I have a friend or someone that needs this service, I give them the number. Hi, I'm Larry Ruff, president of Nine Year Mortgage. This is unlike anything you've ever seen before, and it will absolutely not harm your credit. Call for your free CD and learn how you can eliminate all of your debt, including your mortgage, much sooner than you ever dreamed possible. The more debt you have, the more we can help. Call for your free CD now, 800-383-5310. This works. Call the number. Call now for your free CD, 800-383-5310, 800-383-5310. I owe over $20,000 to the IRS. I don't have the money, and now my wages are being garnished. You need tax representation. I'm really worried. The IRS just sent me a letter, and they want to audit my business. You need tax representation. But who can I trust? Tax Representation Incorporated. It's a fact that if you owe taxes, the IRS has the power to take everything you own, including your home, your business, and even your freedom. If you receive a letter from the IRS, don't ignore it. Call Tax Representation Incorporated, and we'll be on the phone with the IRS to stop the threats within the same day. Guaranteed. Don't ignore it. If you're being audited or have years of unfiled tax returns, a federal tax lien, or worse yet, been issued a wage garnishment or bank levy, let the expert staff of tax attorneys and enrolled agents protect you from the IRS and get you the best tax representation and settlement guaranteed. We'll be on the phone with the IRS to stop the threats same day guaranteed. Go to taxrepresentation.com. Call 800-574-3001. 800-574-3001. 800-574-3001. Policies issued by American General Life Insurance Company, Houston, Texas. Not available in all states. For details, visit AIGdirect.com. On March 3rd last year, Henry W. faced his own death with incredible courage. He wasn't in an accident. He wasn't ill. He wasn't in any danger. But he faced this reality head on. If he died, his wife and children wouldn't be able to pay the mortgage, make the car payments, or keep up the life they'd had. His family would lose everything. So he picked up the phone and called AIG Direct. He found out that through AIG Direct, he could get a quarter-million-dollar life insurance policy for less than $14 a month. 
Now, he knows that he's helped make his family's future secure, no matter what happens to him. Protecting your family with coverage through AIG Direct is fast, easy, and incredibly affordable. Call AIG Direct right now for a free no-obligation quote. The call takes less than five minutes, and you can save up to 70%. Call now, 1-800-320-8583. That's 1-800-320-8583. 1-800-320-8583. While Bill Clinton, George Bush, and Barack Obama have been in Washington trying to legislate an economy, I've been all over America working to improve the economy one family at a time with the three-step plan home business system. Hi, how in the world are you anyway? I'm Andy Willoughby. Thousands of enterprising Americans have changed their own financial futures by starting a business from their kitchen table. Most began part-time using their personal computers, telephones, and a belief in the American dream to carve out a stable business in a stormy business climate. They are housewives, truck drivers, downsized executives, health professionals, and even a lawyer or two. You could earn extra money or even replace your job. Technology advances have made this simpler and more efficient. So don't wait another 10 years. Check out the three-step plan. Go to 3stepusa.com. That's 3stepusa.com or call 800-480-2102. 800-480-2102. Taking back America one listener at a time. Chuck Morse Speaks. Ban gay marriage, and uh, Ilya Shapiro is with us. He's uh, Cato Institute. Lynn Wardle is with us as well. Um, gentlemen, it seems to me that uh, you know once the toothpaste is out of the tube, so to speak, and that um, you have a state that recognizes uh, that's that's uh, by fiat or however it's done, change the legal definition of marriage, then it does uh, seem to me to make sense that uh, that that would become a uniform law of the land. Um, you know, it's not whether or not I'm in favor of that change. I happen to not be. But, uh, you know, if someone, I mean, I can put myself into the position legally and say that if someone has a legal marriage in one state, then how can you say that that's not legally recognized in another state? Lynn? Oh, well, we've got, uh, you know, 200 years of history to answer that, that the states are free to choose to recognize marriages legally created in other states or to not recognize them according to their own public policy. So we've long had issues arising with regard to teenagers who live in state A where they're not old enough to get married, but they step across the state line into state B where they're old enough to get married and they get married in state B and then come back into state A and a question arises whether state A will recognize that as a valid marriage, that evasive marriage. Uh, they, they continue right. to be citizens of state A. They intend to remain in state A. They just want to evade state A's law. The states have reached different right. conclusions and different fact scenarios on those kinds of cases and sometimes decline to recognize the validity of such marriages. So states have been free to decline to recognize marriages from other states or created in other states if they violate the strong public policy that's articulated very clearly in the restatement of law second of conflicts of law uh, and that mm-hmm. merely uh, codified or at least uh, expressed as a proposed codification the uh, 
the rule that had been around for for a long time uh, before the 1971 okay. Restatement Second. No, good answer. Uh, Ilya, how do you respond to that? Well, it's it's not so simple as simply saying uh, that if one state uh, does something or, or a number of states do something, then that has to be the law of the land. Uh, there should be federalism. There should be experimentation in the states. Different states can have different laws uh, or should be able to have different laws about different things. But the, the, the question is, um, and, it's, and it's not even necessarily the case that if a marriage recognized in one state uh, uh, or granted in one state has to be recognized in another, that also means that that state has to grant uh, the new kinds of, uh, of marriages as well. It's a kind of a complicated uh, legal uh, issue that uh, in this situation, with respect to uh, the extension of marriage to homosexual couples, uh, does boil down to very similar questions regarding uh, what does equality under the law mean, and there, is there a strong enough reason for state governments uh, to differentiate their treatment of same-sex versus opposite-sex couples? Uh, in no courtroom where this has been argued uh, have the uh, uh, proponents of the traditional definition of marriage been able to answer the simple question of uh, who does it hurt to extend marriage to uh, same-sex couples? Um, you know, their, their sociology uh, uh, arguments about raising kids or what have you, but gay couples have kids. That's not an argument about marriage. That's an argument about adoption or, or some of these other issues. Uh, but uh, at the very basic level, and this is why the political winds have shifted so quickly, uh, it just doesn't seem like uh, a lot of people, uh, or it seems like a lot of people are being convinced that extending uh, marriage or redefining marriage, however you want to articulate what's going on, how that uh, hurts. Uh, to, uh, other marriages or people, you know, deters people from getting married uh, who, are, who are straight and, and things like this. And that's ultimately where this lies, that, uh, the, you know, the, the, the denial of the extension of the marriage license, uh, the state really can't articulate a, a reason other than, well, this is how we've always done it, uh, which isn't good enough. Well, uh, I would well you disagree. know, the states may not... Go ahead. I would respect Go ahead and disagree heaven. with Ilya. I think the response has been articulated many times and simply brushed aside. Uh, the effect uh, the, of the redefinition, rather extreme and radical redefinition of marriage, uh, has a profound consequence on society, particularly on families and on children. Uh, children ought to be raised by a mother and a father. They deserve to be raised. They have a moral right to be raised. They can't come into existence without the contribution of a mother and a father to their creation, to their procreation. And, uh, so one, for the sake of children. Two, for the sake of society. The integration of genders in the basic union, uh, unit of society is a powerful and important uh, message or symbol of the need for both men and women in other institutions of society. Gentlemen, we got a brief break here. Stick tight. We'll be right back. Fall, fire danger, or other type of home emergency, Life Alert is there for you. The company with its slogan, Help, I've Fallen and I Can't Get Up, protects its members. Here are some of them. When you have a heart attack like I did and there's no one there, Life Alert was there for me. Having a secure feeling through Life Alert is ideal. My independence is possible because of it. Now, Life Alert can also protect you in a fire emergency with a system that automatically notifies our monitoring center. 
Thanks to Life Alert, you can live alone without ever being alone. With Life Alert protection, elderly people can avoid or delay going to a nursing facility. For a free brochure about Life Alert service, call now, 1-800-304-3912. That's 1-800-304-3912. Call Life Alert now for your free brochure, 1-800-304-3912. USLDH does not charge upfront fees for the purchase of mortgage modification documents not available in all states. Attention homeowners. The Obama administration is pressuring lenders to do more to prevent foreclosure with its Home Affordability and Stability Plan. If you own a home and you're having trouble making your payments, facing foreclosure, or have been denied a refinance, you need to call the U.S. Legal Document Helpline today at 800-608-9371. A loan modification program can stop foreclosure proceedings, forgive late payments and penalties, take your adjustable rate mortgage to a fixed rate, and even reduce your mortgage payment to as low as 2%. I seriously started to believe that we might end up on the street with our two kids. So we called USLDH and they helped us with all the documents we needed to get our past due payments forgiven and a lower interest rate. Now we have a mortgage payment we can afford. If you're having trouble making your mortgage payment, you need to call 800-608-9371 today. Again, that's 800 800- You don't need equity or good credit. You just need to call 800-608-9371. Chuck Morse speaks. Thank you very much. Uh, We're with Lynn Waddle. He is a Bruce Haven professor of law at Brigham Young University. We just uh, concluded a debate with Ilya Shapiro from the Cato Institute on the issue of do states have the right to ban gay marriage. Uh, Lynn, I think that uh, uh, Ilya made the point uh, that uh, that it would be a jeopardy situation. I would, you know, putting that issue aside with regard to the right of a state to ban gay marriage, I'm also troubled by the fact that if a state, a particular state does recognize gay marriage, they can use their lever as a public entity in terms of uh, you know granting monies to organizations and so can the federal government and, and organizations now need those monies because that's how our economy works to force organizations to recognize things like gay adoption and here in Boston for example we had the Archdiocese of Boston which ran one of the best adoption agencies in the country for many many decades actually close up shop here because the state of Massachusetts wanted to force them to uh, place uh, children in gay households, and they would not do that for their own moral reasons. So uh, this is a, a, a byproduct of this law that should be understood. What it's doing is it's forcing private organizations that accept any sort of government funds or even tax exemptions to, uh, by law, to recognize various aspects of gay marriage and uh, and its uh, and its affiliated activities. So, uh, what say you with regard to that? I mean, I'm really troubled by that. Well, it is troubling. Um, again, the uh, the uh, activity of government to intrude into uh, private associations and private relations, private associations that are especially those that are uh, religious in nature. And um, and to compel um, that they conform to uh, values and policies that are uh, inconsistent with, uh, if not opposite to, 
the uh, core values of that religious association is deeply troubling. Uh, that's the sort of groupthink, forced, uh, mm. compelled conformity that uh, that is, just flies in the face of of American independence and the principles of American liberty. So it's very disturbing. Absolutely. It's especially disturbing when you're dealing with religious groups where uh, we have uh, an amendment, the very first amendment to our Constitution that uh, is intended to provide special protections for those kinds of associations because of the great contribution they make to stability and to uh, uh, raising the uh, quality of our society. Exactly. And then uh, I just want have one more issue I want to bring up that's sort of tangential to this, and that is that uh, gay marriage in Massachusetts has been in place now for almost 10 years. Uh, have there been sociological, anthropological, psychological studies done of any uh, import that have actually taken a look at what gay marriage is in terms of, uh, you know, its sustainability as an institution, how children are doing in gay marriages or, or anything else. I mean, after all, our soft sciences, which have the enormous departments in universities and which are well-funded and well-heeled, uh, this is the kind of work they're supposed to be doing. They're supposed to be taking a look at the culture and at various groups and uh studying them and categorizing them with their statistics. Has anything been done uh, with regard to gay marriage, do you know? Well, with regard to gay parenting, there have been studies, and uh, they fall into two categories. Uh, 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 one are uh, the, a large number of very advocative studies of questionable methodology, questionable sample size, questionable sample composition. That is uh, uh, a group of... Okay, sorry about this. We're going to take one quick break here. We'll be right back. Lynn Wardle is my guest. We'll be back shortly. Hello, my name is Marius Forte, and together with my good friend Sam Sorbo, I would like to introduce you to a new book called The Answer, Proof of God in Heaven. The Answer is like a master key to all your spiritual questions about the existence of God, as well as to questions that humanity has asked throughout the ages. Uh, Chuck, For example, is there a God? And if there is, is yes, he good? Yes, Lynn. And if he's good, how could we not suffer in this world which sounds like a contradiction? Over which your where do we come from and where are we going and why are we going at all? This is the why this tremendous amount of energy surrounding us? Is there life after death? Is there actually a heaven and a hell? How can we be sure is there any proof? What are the two main ingredients of happiness, and how could we obtain these? Many more questions are addressed in our new book, The Answer, Proof of God in Heaven. As we simply know of gravity, not just believe in it, once you apply the naturalistic laws of this universe, your belief will turn into knowledge, and you will know God. Our book has just been launched. Please visit our website, theanswer-book.com, for more information. Hello, my name is Marius Forte. And together with my good friend Sam Sorbo, I would like to introduce you to a new book called The Answer, Proof of God in Heaven. The Answer is like a master key to all your spiritual questions about the existence of God, as well as to questions that humanity has asked throughout the ages. For example, is there a God? And if there is, is he good? And if he's good, how could we meant suffering in this world which sounds like a contradiction? But it is not. Where do we come from and where are we going and why are we going at all? Why this tremendous amount of energy surrounding us? 
Is there life after death? Is there actually a heaven and a hell? How can we be sure as any proof? What are the two main ingredients of happiness, and how could we obtain these? Many more questions are addressed in our new book, The Answer, Proof of God in Heaven. As we simply know of gravity, not just believe in it, once you apply the naturalistic laws of this universe, your belief will turn into knowledge and you will know God. Our book has just been launched. Please visit our website, theanswer-book.com, for more information. Life Insurance Company, Houston, Texas. Not available in all states. For details, visit AIGdirect.com. On March 3rd last year, Henry W. faced his own death with incredible courage. He wasn't in an accident. He wasn't ill. He wasn't in any danger. But he faced this reality head-on. If he died, his wife and children wouldn't be able to pay the mortgage, make the car payments, or keep up the life they'd had. His family would lose everything. So he picked up the phone and called AIG Direct. He found out that through AIG Direct, he could get a quarter-million-dollar life insurance policy for less than $14 a month. Now, he knows that he's helped make his family's future secure, no matter what happens to him. Protecting your family with coverage through AIG Direct is fast, easy, and incredibly affordable. Call AIG Direct right now for a free no-obligation quote. The call takes less than five minutes, and you can save up to 70%. Call now, 1-800-320-8583. That's 1-800-320-8583. 1-800-320-8583. Chuck Morse speaks. They don't reflect the, the values and the beliefs of most Americans, both liberal and conservative. Uh, what say you? Well, it's, it's a legitimate point of view. Uh, I mean, these are the people who have been voted into power, so there must be adoption by all states of no-fault divorce grounds. That occurred essentially in about a five-year span of time uh, in the late 60s and early 70s. And people were saying, look, this is going to have a powerfully a disruptive effect upon children and responses were oh no children are resilient yeah they'll feel bad for two years but they bounce back and there are no uh, long-term effects on them or on society uh, a generation later scholars uh, look at it and say whoa we've got a lot of data that suggests there are long-term indeed uh, about a third of the children of divorce are still struggling with uh, the consequences of divorce in their lives, uh, you know, 25, 30 years later. Um, And uh, so um, it's not to say that there shouldn't be uh, laws that allow permissive divorce, but you ought to be very aware of the consequences, the price that you and society and in particular individuals, children growing into adults are going to pay. The same is true of the Lee of same-sex marriage, the redefinition of marriage, will have profound effects that we will see played out in society over the next generation and thereafter. And uh, we ought to examine and consider those carefully. 
the response of most marriage advo- gay marriage advocates, advocates of same-sex marriage, now is poo-poo, just dismiss the uh, concern, brush it aside. And we don't want to think about that. And occasionally you find some very flaky study done with uh, you know, a poor sample size, you know, five, uh, five lesbians that are in a coffee club that say, oh, let's do a study of our children. I don't think most gay spoken. people want it. And together with my good friend Sam Sorbo, I would like to introduce you to a new book well, called uh, I think The Answer. You're Proof right that it is a bad. The answer is like a master key to all your spiritual questions about the existence of God, as well as to questions that humanity has asked throughout the ages. For example, is there a God? And if there is, is he good? And if he's good, how could it be suffering in this world which sounds like a contradiction? But it is not. Where do we come from and where are we going and why are we going at all? Why this tremendous amount of energy surrounding us? Is there life after death? Is there actually a heaven and a hell? How can we be sure is there any proof? What are the two main ingredients of happiness, and how could we obtain these? Many more questions are addressed in our new book, The Answer, Proof of God in Heaven. As we simply know of gravity, not just believe in it, once you apply the naturalistic laws of this universe, your belief will turn into knowledge and you will know God. Our book has just been launched. Please visit our website, theanswer-book.com, for more information. You'll want to listen when Chuck Moore speaks on the Information Radio Network. Yes, he's a professor of law at Brigham Young University. Um, Andre Traverse is here as well. My partner at EpicQuest Media, Andre. Yes, uh, Lynn. Thank you so much for being on with us this morning. We had a little confusion, but we're okay. Listen, um, I, I want to ask you something. Earlier in the discussion, we were talking with Ilya Shapiro from the Cato Institute. Ilya brought up the Equal Protection Clause of the Constitution and said that he thought that when states ban gay marriage, they're violating that clause. How would you respond to that? And I know that some people would say, you know, that the Equal protection does not give the state uh, or does not give you the right to redefine gay marriage, or I'm sorry, to redefine marriage. What, what would you say about that? Well, I agree that equal protection does not give the federal government or its judicial agents the authority to redefine marriage or to force the states to redefine marriage. And uh, the, the equal protection argument uh, is a, begs the question. Uh, are these relationships uh, between two men or two women the same as the relationship between a man and a woman that is solemnized in marriage? If they are the same, then I would uh, agree with Ilya that they ought to be treated in the law the same. But in fact, they are not the same. There are profound differences in terms of what each contribute to society in terms of personal emotional satisfaction, uh, I'm not in a position to deny, but it doesn't matter uh, that uh, a a gay man or a lesbian woman and their same-sex partner may feel personally uh, as romantically committed or involved with their same-sex partner as a, uh, a man and a woman in a marriage feel towards each other. But the question isn't about personal feeling. The question is about social contribution, what this costs and contributes to society. The costs are high. The contributions are not comparable to the contributions made by the union of a man and a woman 
to uh, in in marriage, in terms of both uh, gender integration uh, for the uh, benefit of society, as well as intergenerational uh, pro- creative uh, contributions. Well, except they're going to say they're going to say a libertarian is going to say that you know. Uh, that all that matters is the, is the rights of the individual. They're going to say that the, all this worrying about social consequences is just, you know, is, is, is that, that, that that's groundless. They would say that, you know, all that matters is individual rights. Well, the irony is that uh, someone who's committed to limited government, and that's uh, presumably what the Cato Institute is about, uh, must understand, uh, cannot deny, and should not disregard that when families break down and when you have dysfunctional and prob, uh, problems in families, that the consequences are felt profoundly in society and taxpayers end up paying the bill and citizens end up paying the consequences in terms of more crime, a greater educational dropout and failure. Uh, families have profound importance for society. And uh, that's why they deserve and have received preferred treatment in the law, preferred above all other kinds of relationships, because they support and produce the kind of social order and social stability that benefits all of the members of society. Other relationships don't. Uh, it's without, disre- without intending to uh, insult or uh, disrespect uh, gays and lesbians and their relationships. You just simply have to recognize that consequences are different and that society needs to recognize and take effect of those, take account of those effects. You know, in a sense, this whole thing was um, a manufactured idea. You know, I think that even as late as the late 1980s, most people had never heard of the idea of same-sex marriage. It would have been seen as as ludicrous to gay people as well. I mean, I've known gay people. They never heard of it. It was invented. And uh, I think that a good source on that is Ed Pollack, who was the former owner of the New England um, Law Journal, who wrote a book on this topic, where he, he brings the uh, creation of gay marriage to a boardroom at the New York Times. Uh, Punch Schultzberger, the editor, actually had a meeting, and he has the minutes of the meeting where he pulled out a, a point, a, a PowerPoint, and said, "We're going to push this idea called gay marriage," and he appointed Anthony Lewis, a columnist who covered Boston, as a columnist who would write occasional articles promoting gay marriage over over the, a couple of years. Um, Anthony Lewis proceeded to write those articles, and of course, the New York Times, being as influential as it is, it was picked up by all the major papers and all the liberal uh, media outlets. And after a year of promoting this, it became uh, something that was introduced. And by the way, Anthony Lewis's wife is Margaret Marshall, who is Chief Justice of Massachusetts Superior Court, who wrote the decision legalizing it. We'll be right You probably knew that Thomas Edison gave us the first commercial light bulb. But did you know he invented alkaline batteries and an electric train? Edison said, if we all did the things we're capable of, we would astound ourselves. Hi, how in the world are you anyway? I'm Andy Willoughby. For almost two decades, I've been helping families build home businesses. Many have been astounded at what they've been able to achieve. Today, I want to introduce you to my newest and most exciting home business concept ever. 
It's MaxAchieve.com. If you'd like to earn $500 to $5,000 or more a month working from home, check out MaxAchieve.com. This is more than a home business. At MaxAchieve, we want to help you experience more success in all areas of your life. To find out how you could astound yourself, go to MaxAchieve.com. That's MaxAchieve.com. Or call 800-801-3465. Author, journalist, and American patriot. This is Chuck Morse Speaks. Anyways, I guess what I'm saying here, Lynn, is that the whole thing was cooked up by a bunch of liberal elitists, and we, we're all getting bent out of shape over this. Um, it has an agenda that is beyond uh, the idea of same-sex marriage. It does have an aspect to it which is trying to legitimize sexuality, particularly to young people, and that uh, it's it's a completely manufactured issue. I mean, the, the main selling point for the American public was that doesn't a gay couple have the same rights to various access to hospitals and inheritance as a straight couple? And the answer is yes, if a state wants that. And those are issues that could be dealt with legislatively without having to redefine marriage. Uh, Lynn? Well, I agree with uh, that in, in two regards. One, I believe there has been an agenda pushed by a number of organizations and individuals. I don't know. You can trace it back to a starting point. Uh, there were cases by gay couples seeking state uh, marriage licenses back in the early 1970s. Uh, so it's, mm-hmm. and I'm sure there were efforts before that that didn't get into the reported cases. So it's been around for a long time. Uh, but you're right that it caught the fancy of uh, progressives, uh, people who wanted to. Uh, find a way to define themselves as uh, forward-looking and progressive and viewed this as a, a progressive movement. I, I think it's regressive in the sense that it, uh, that it contributes to the weakening and disintegration of marriage, and that contributes to significant social uh, sequelae that are difficult. But I agree that there was a group uh, that were pushing this, and I agree that uh, that it's pri- it's manufactured in the sense that it's not intuitive. There are not a lot of people that, on their own, reach the conclusion that yes, this is something that uh, should be um, this is something that society should recognize. Rather, it's sort mm-hmm. of a bandwagon. Gee, this is the a fad, as you point out, a, a popular position, and I'm going to jump on the bandwagon. All right, Lynn Wardle, thanks so much for joining me. Andre, talk to you later. Listen to the IRN USA Radio Network. Have a good Charge upfront fees for the purchase of mortgage modification documents not available in all states. Attention homeowners. The Obama administration is pressuring lenders to do more to prevent foreclosure with its home affordability and stability plan. If you own a home and you're having trouble making your payments, facing foreclosure, or have been denied a refinance, you need to call the U.S. Legal Document Helpline today at 800-608-9371. A loan modification program can stop foreclosure proceedings, forgive late payments and penalties, take your adjustable rate mortgage to a fixed rate, and even reduce your mortgage payment to as low as 2%. I seriously 
seriously started to believe that we might end up on the street with our two kids. So we called USLDH, and they helped us with all the documents we needed to get our past due payments forgiven and a lower interest rate. Now we have a mortgage payment we can afford. If you're having trouble making your mortgage payment, you need to call 800-608-9371 today. Again, that's 800 800- 608-9371. You don't need equity or good credit. You just need to call 800-608-9371.